think about being an investigator, but someone who's kind of like on the inside track with the federal government, whether that's the United States or whichever country you live in. Now, think about being an investigator and you're used to finding certain instances, if you will, or certain bodies or certain things that are very mysterious. And then you're used to a man in a black suit approaching you at the end of the investigation with a bag of cash telling you to keep things quiet okay just let's just think of that for a second because those things do happen but let's just think of that imagine one day you're you're uh, an investigator for the fbi you then get called down to a certain state in the u.s let's just say i don't know florida for example to look into a house that has a bunch of human what seem to be human tongues right we don't know for sure but tongues of some sort found in jars of water or a certain type of liquid all right and the person whose house that belongs to is someone who's a professor with deep ties and all that to very let's just say interesting things okay you then assume because you see a man and uh, a person with a black suit very shady looking approaching you that just came out of a black cadillac suv approaching you with a bag of money you assume okay this is not going to go to the media this is going to be a cover-up no problem right business as usual you're getting paid off everything's staying quiet okay but then the person, the man in black, approaches you and drops you a bag of cash and says, this time, I want you to release the story. And you think, what the hell? Right? But it's not really your place to ask. You're just so used to being given orders and following through with them. So you, you're kind of at a loss. You take the money. The, the guy walks away. The man in black walks away. And you're like, what the hell? Now, before I jump into this, I need you guys to keep that example in mind, please, because it's going to be very important. And I do want to say... I am not shouting out anyone in today's episode just because I haven't gone around to any of your guys' emails or messages, so I promise you I will. What I, the only thing I do want to mention, though, is that for those of you who have not signed up for Patreon yet, I'm just putting it up on the screen very quickly. I do want to mention today's episode is going to be the most footage we've ever analyzed. We're going to be analyzing five different pieces of footage in the members-only episode, as well as, I think, three or four rarely-before-seen pictures. So check out the packages if any of you are interested. Now, let's get into it. Project Picnic, the alien tongues that are pulled for Nephilim resurrection. Now, I want to start this off by saying this, guys. This is more than just what the title entails. And this episode is so important that I don't even know if I might do an episode tomorrow publicly just because I want everyone to see this so badly. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyways, let's take a look here at this article from Forbes. And I just want to we're going to get right into it and you're going to see how everything comes full circle. So let's not waste any time. According to Forbes.com, and this is November 2nd, 2015. Keep that date in mind, please. November 2nd, 2015. Is your tongue the key to a neuroscience breakthrough? Now, knowing that there is such a rich nerve connection to the brain, scientists and doctors are turning to the tongue as a way to possibly stimulate the brain for neural retraining and rehabilitation after traumatic injuries or disease. These therapeutics could have an unlimited opportunity for growth, primarily because research is new and competition is non-existent, end quote. Now, we can get into clone aid and all the front companies and things like this that are occurring, but let's take a look here at November 2nd, 2015, and let's see which date that matches with in correspondence with a couple of different references here. So first off, we're going to connect this article and November 2nd, 2015 to this right here, according to physics.aps.org, metamaterials could produce flying donuts. 
May 23rd, 2018, a proposed scheme for generating torus-shaped light pulses called flying donuts utilizes a metamaterial sprinkled with tiny resonators in a concentric ring pattern, end quote. Now, we can talk about the disk theory and how this is a short-form way of kind of drop-feeding a lot of this advanced technology in very small increments, but... I want you guys to take a look here at this DOD alleged leaked UFO files, thanks to my friend Genius, who's kind of become a, a research partner on the show at this point. So thank you, brother. Uh, so if we take a look here, this file, according to a source of mine in the intelligence community, granted, not the U.S. intelligence community, but a, a, um, a government that works close with the U.S., had told me that this was a leaked Department of Defense file on UFOs, right? We're looking at about 270 pages. And what we're going to find here is that on November 15th, all right, what we're going to see, or sorry, no, sorry, November 2nd, 2015, we're going to see that there's a report on for November 1st, 2015, where the files mention, and I quote, the Russians are reportedly extracting oral and organic necessities on nights in which full moons occur. End quote. Now, there's 270 pages. I think it was in the, I forgot exactly which page, but I promise I'll put it in the, uh, in the description. But what we're going to see here, guys, is we're going to see a connection of a cover-up that is a sort of double psyop. And this is what I mean by that. But, and we haven't even gone into the good stuff, by the way. Guess who leaked this DOD document? The CIA themselves and the Department of Defense. And they didn't leak it because it's misinformation. They leaked it because it's true. Why? This has to do with the example I gave at the very beginning of the episode. I need you guys to keep this in mind very important, substantially, please. When you bring yourself down publicly, you embarrass yourself before anyone else does. You control the way that it happens. And that is a very time-old metric and strategy that will always continue to work as long as our minds, human minds function the way that they do. That can work on a massive scale with the mainstream media or, which we'll get to some examples later, or that could work on a small scale. So very quickly, think about the most embarrassing secret that you find to be embarrassing that maybe others would find to be embarrassing. Think about being in a room with a bunch of your friends. They don't know it. And then all of a sudden, you slowly start whispering rumors, kind of like a game of broken telephone, about an actual truth right? That's super embarrassing. Maybe something to do with your health or something to do with something you did a long time ago or something like this, right? And I say this very respectfully and carefully, but as you disclose and you whisper to your friends certain things that occur, right? That have occurred that's so embarrassing to you. Once your friends find out, the next time someone tries to say, come after you or insult you, what are they going to say? You see what I'm saying here? You've already disclosed the most embarrassing thing or the most leak-prone information about you. What is any difference with the CIA or the DOD doing it? Again, when you bring yourself down before anybody else does, you control the way that it happens. And that's extremely significant. Now, let's keep moving forward. So keep in mind that metamaterials could produce flying donuts. And it seems as though a full moon corresponds with the energetic frequency of the magnetism that resonates with a lot of the connections that are made here, specifically with the way in which t the tongue of not just humans, but creatures in general connect to that of the mind. So let's take a look, for example, guys, at this right here. We're going to see here, aliensEverythingYouWantToKnow.com. Okay, and this here is fantastic because what this does, I'll tell you, is it has all the dates of all recovered alien bodies. All right, not just in the U.S., but you see uh, England, South Africa, right, many different places, Morocco, you Afghanistan, you name it, right? Here's what's also interesting. Let's take a look 
at this article by the New York Post, which is kind of glitching out, oddly enough. Take a look at this. And I quote, this is February 18th, 2020, pretty much a year ago. Jars of preserved human tongues found in Florida home. Let's just take, and you see how it says 404 page not found? Something's happening there, right? Now let's take a look. Police in Florida are investigating the gruesome discovery of jars of human tongues in a home's crawl space, according to a report. The preserved organs were found during an inspection of the foundation in the Gainesville house, which was previously owned by Ronald Bogham, a former University of Florida researcher, according to WCJB. Some of the jars date back to the 60s, end quote. Now, the dates in which these jars predated to roughly match that in which these alien bodies were retrieved all over the world because most of them ended up going to the U.S. Now, do you think that's a coincidence? It could be, but I highly doubt it. The dates in that regard match that equally? I don't think that's a coincidence. Now, let's also take a look at something else here too. A former, it was the uh, the property was owned by Ronald Bogman, a former University of Florida researcher. Guess who this gentleman, this professor, I'm not saying he's guilty, but guess who he had ties to? He had ties to the same gentleman who proposed the metamaterials could produce flying donuts, which was Nikolai Zeludev from the University of Southampton, UK. Now, here's what's also interesting. The University of Southampton, UK, and I'm not trying to discredit or defame any of these people, but we got to call it like it is, so I will take the chance. The University of Southampton in UK is known to have ties and board members that sit on its executive committees and all that, just like many other universities do, that have large investments in two media outlets, the BBC and routers, all right? Now, I want you guys to take a look at this. Look at what just recently came out from thegrayzone.com. Routers, BBC, and Bellingcat participated in covert UK foreign office-funded programs to weaken Russia, leaked docs reveal. Now, I've also been told by a trusted source that these documents were leaked on purpose, not for disinformation, because again, you bring yourself down so people stop looking into you even more. So you control the way that it happens. You see what I'm saying? People are so focused on this story, they think they got an edge on you, when really you're the one leaking it yourself right? And so let's take a look here by Max Blumenthal. Now, long story short, what basically happened? Excuse me, just had a sip of water. What basically happened here was that the UK, the FCO, the UK Foreign and Commonwealth Office have sponsored, and I quote, routers and BBC to conduct a series of covert programs aimed at promoting regime change inside Russia and undermining its government across Eastern Europe and Central Asia, according to a series of leaked documents, end quote. Guess where a lot of the tongues and experimentations of the Nephilims occur? Not just in Antarctica, which we'll get to, by the way, but in Eastern Europe and Central Asia. Now, for those who don't know, the UK Foreign and Commonwealth Office is basically long story short it's kind of like the um the homeland security version within the united states so to speak and when we see this you see the connection here and this recently came out guess who's behind all this i'm not saying the professors are but they have very coincidental ties to those in which are heavily invested in the bbc and in routers and on top of that the recently quote-unquote leaked dod files talk about how in russia they're pulling out tongues, specifically where? Eastern Europe and Central Asia bases. Now, again, the reason why this report's not blowing up all over the media or anything like this is obviously because they're paid to not cover it. But not only that, because these are alleged reports. Whenever the CIA or the DOD or the Pentagon uses the word alleged, 
they pretty much wash their hands of things. They pretty much say, oh, look, it's alleged. We don't know for sure. It's alleged. You know what I mean? That's how they cover their asses on that side of things. Now, let's also take a look here at some other things because I want to make a very significant um, a very significant note here, which is that when we take a look at the Nephilim prison within Antarctica, it is actually an inverted time bubble. Why do I say that? Because in the book of Enoch, there is a consistent description with the way in which these prisons for the Nephilims and the fallen angels were run. If you take a look at the second book of Enoch, and what you're going to see there is that it's consistent with the way in which Vladimir Putin allegedly runs them as well, which is that tongue extraction is needed. Now, you're going to say, what are the tongues for? It's very simple. The tongues, when synchronized with metamaterials, are actually reattached. And these are alien tongues, by the way, that are pulled out from aliens, alien bodies, right? Not, I don't know about if there's experimentation of the tongues being pulled out while these aliens are alive, uh, alive sorry, but they're basically mutilated after they pass away. The ones that die from crashes and things like this, which again, match the amount of predating of the jars in Florida. But on top of all that, it's going to, what we're going to see is that with the combination of a form of xenomorphic metamaterial that resonates with the phantom particle and the ghost particle, what we're going to find is that the tongues are very consistent with certain Nephilim tongues that are described in the book of Enoch. But it gets even better, guys. Take a look at this. Let's see here very quickly. Newly, and this is according to newsintact.com, newly discovered cave closed to public with $1 million fine to trespassers. Guess where this cave is? It's in British Columbia's Wells Gray Provincial Park and British Columbia's in Canada. I live in Canada. Guess what a lot of people don't know about Canada? The Queen has still a lot of influence a lot of people think here she's just a symbolic figure, but believe me when I tell you, the queen has a lot of influence. Now, the queen has ties to the university professors I mentioned in Southampton, UK, which have ties to BBC and routers, which are getting these government contracts, these CIA quiet DOD contracts and UK, you know, uh, Mossad MI6 contracts and, and joint operational contracts, right, to propagandize certain things. But on top of that, they also have ties to buying up, quote unquote, federal land in British Columbia. And guess where, coincidentally, this cave lands on? Coincidentally, it lands on the federal land. This is the way that the queen actually owns certain properties and other world leaders too, through multiple layers. Because again, guys, just because things are put on paper publicly doesn't mean that they're put on paper in the dark operations. Dark operations barely have any documents. You're lucky if you find one or two on them. Dark operations are a quiet verbal agreement that is simply put treated just as seriously as a legitimate contract as if you signed something on paper, right? Now, here's what's also interesting. A certain amount of metamaterials were detected through a type of radiation that we cannot really define as radiation, but we have no other way of putting it, right? And what I mean by that is this. It's the same type of energy that is emitted from these UFOs when they enter Earth's atmosphere, according to the transcript with William Casey and Ronald Reagan. All right. And on top of all of that, guess how much radiation is being emitted? Or I see radiation with air quotes, but guess how much of it is coming out of this cave in British Columbia? A lot, which is why there's a $1 million fine if you enter that cave. Why do you think? They're literally putting it right in front of our faces. And I'm serious. We take a look at all of that and we see what's happening, right? Why do we see this? Because the cave is a subset of a prison that connects deeply underground through Agartha to Antarctica. And I know that might sound ridiculous, but let's take a look here. Contendingfortruth.com.
let's take a look just because our eyes do not normally see this other spirit creation does not mean that it does not exist nor does it mean that it cannot sometimes manifest or procreate the topic of nephilim is only a small part of my life experience of serving in what i call the organization again guys just very quickly this could mean the shadow government the, the deep state there's many different names for it you see how they've kind of the media has perceived our views of those words shadow government and deep state right so keep that in mind let's take a look the project of creating physical bodies for a dark spiritual hierarchy is real it was real enough and disturbing enough for me that i gave up my entire life's my entire life my identity and all all that i and my family believed in and had worked for all of our lives the project of creating these composites is literally where the supernatural evil rubber meets the physical road end quote now i want to make a very clear point here all right. Just because there's an ominous feeling during some type of experiment or something like this doesn't necessarily make it bad. I'm not trying to defend the people that do these experiments, but we have to take a step back and think about the preconceived notion of the word demonic or evil. Could demonic simply mean something very bad? Sure. But could it also mean something that just doesn't have a soul? Because if that's the case, technically the gray aliens, the ones that are considered probes and vessels are demonic as well. You guys see what I'm saying? And so I'm not trying to make you guys think you know everything is fine and dandy i just want you guys to have a different perspective on this right because everyone who's worked in deep underground military bases always talks about there being an ominous feeling right so clearly there's negative energy being emitted and we understand that because maybe there's a lot of biological experimentation well not maybe i know for a fact there's a lot of biological experimentation that is occurring that yes is it a moral sure but it is not in synchronicity with what many people would call say god allah the divine you name it right which is the cosmology and the overall consciousness of the universe that we reside in right and maybe other universes or dimensions as well you, you guys see what i'm saying here so and if we take a look here what we're going to find is that we're also going to see here matrixdisclosure.com just take a look at all of this look at all that the book of enoch begins with the arrival of 200 angels in mount hermon right Mount Hermon is also known, which is bordering modern Lebanon and Syria, is known to have a very heavy classified military presence there. I haven't been able to make any other connections other than that, which is why I don't want to get any further. But we're going to see that there's a lot of different things happening here, right? And so when we take a step back, we're going to see here that, look, we're, we're seeing just some of the point forms on what occurs fallen angels uh children being mutilated beautiful girls things like this the nordics could be involved but what we have to understand is these intrinsic connections are not a coincidence there might be a couple things i got wrong here guys i'll be totally honest with you but i need you guys to let me know what you think because what we're seeing here is we're seeing a ton of connections that these extraterrestrial tongues literal physical tongues are being used for now are they being put into the you know the bodies of the elites for more of a neurological revival if you will to make them feel younger or the brain sends impulse electrical impulses throughout the body that trick the body into living longer or could it be something even deeper than that so let me know what you guys think there's so much here right because this is what goes on in antarctica and we see again as i mentioned many times the antarctic treaty was one of the few i think one of two treaties ever signed by a substantial amount of countries around the world where everyone just said yeah no problem right so let me know what you guys think and we'll catch you guys later today for the members only stuff which is going to be awesome or we'll catch you guys tomorrow cheers